visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Homemaker Chic Podcast. Monday morning, every Monday morning, we meet you here on the podcast where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Uh, I'm only <laughs> half a cup of coffee in, and I almost said we're rescuing from daily life. <laughs> I realized that doesn't sound right in my head. <laughs> rescuing from daily life. No, that doesn't doesn't have a ring to it or it sounds really really pathetic one of the yeah two. one of the two uh, i'm shay elliott of the elliott homestead joined by angela reed of parisian farm girl we are two best friends two thousand miles apart 10 kids two dairy cows two husbands two businesses and most importantly maybe not most importantly two homes <laughs> <laughs> never mind about those See? children oh never mind about those children oh my goodness um so it is the day after mother's day and we took pictures so i we went to brunch yesterday which was great i've always wanted to be taken to brunch on mother's day on mother's day i like to garden i'm like i just want help in the garden and but we did get to go to brunch yesterday morning which was beautiful and uh it's a place up here that i actually like their food there's not a lot of food that I like up here, and I really enjoy the food of this particular restaurant. And so it was delicious, but we got in and went to ha- sit down at our table. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We haven't grabbed a photograph, and somebody's going to spill something, and Aiden had to go to work. So I said, let's run back outside and take uh, just a few pictures together, mom and her kids. <laughs> we took these pictures. Shay, they are so funny. Have you ever had like pictures of your kids where they're just making the stupidest, most awkward faces <laughs> in an attempt to smile? Each one, like if you zoom in on each child's face, it's excruciating. I actually had a really good laugh at the expense of my children yesterday because these are some rough. <laughs> these are some rough pictures. You're like, I know how you smile. Normally. Constipation <laughs> to fear. to misery it's just the facial expressions were fantastic and literally like I started looking at them at the table on my phone and I had tears streaming down my face I was laughing pretty loud in public actually oh goodness it was so funny oh goodness well that's fun I made my brunch (laughs) (laughs) I know I usually end up like this was so nice I texted my mom how come Mother's Day doesn't come with a maid like this is mm-hmm. like the universe's way. Here, here's Mother's Day. Here's just a maid for 24 hours. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I need a maid for 24 hours. That's where we're at. <laughs> Did we talk about cleaning our house last week? Because I don't know what happened, but it's just worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just full-on garden house. It's so bad. 
Yeah, so. there's always that sacrifice because, like mm-hmm. Stu always says, it comes from somewhere. Whatever you give to something, anything, right? it comes from somewhere. You only have so much to give. So if you start a new hobby or you take on a new challenge or you decide that you're going to really hammer down on this thing or that thing in your home, that energy is coming from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you, you my... always, in your mind, you're like, oh, this is going to come from the Netflix category or like the scrolling no, no, my because... phone category. <laughs> Those are non-working hours. You know what I mean? It's like you, you think, oh, yeah, you're like, oh, but I, I yeah. spend X amount of hours a week, week watching Netflix. But that takes place like after 845 at night. You right. know, that doesn't really count. Right. Yeah. So um, everything's mowed and edged. But seriously, the house is really bad. I'm having company this week. The next 48 hours are just going to be a marathon of YouTube videos and cleaning under bathtubs. It's just, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bad. I, um, in my mind yesterday, you know, my family, they were very sweet. And I made dinner and they, they cleaned it up for me and sent me downstairs. And that was quite sweet. But I, in my mind, I'm, you know, I think a lot. And when I garden, I really think a lot. So I was outside mm-hmm. changing waters and processing some thoughts. And I was thinking, um, this is going to sound like it's directed at you, but it's not. Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking how yucky. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The martyry homemaker looks. And I say oh, this as somebody who has as a martyr laid down <laughs> <laughs> severely in the martyr category. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a new word, Anamoya, which means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. Visit Anamoya Jewels on Instagram or at anamoyajewels.com for vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout for 10% off. It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love, maybe even the perfect piece for this upcoming Mother's Day. Anamoya Jewels and their beautiful estate pieces are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family, so visit them on Insta, make them feel welcome, Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout. Visit Anamoya Jewels. That's A-N-E-M-O-I-A. If you'd like to get premium organic cotton heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HOMEMAKERSHEIK20. Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom Linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American grown and made. And yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave and made to last. 
Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linen's available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash Homemaker Chic 20. Just, just lay down as a martyr and been like, mm. oh, I am just feeling, I'm going to dig my heels in and just really go full force into how bad I feel for myself having to do this homemaking work. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I'm saying it is a natural soul tendency of mine (laughs) to just feel sorry for myself and to let everyone know how sorry I feel for myself. Um, Like the normal stuff or when it gets undone? When it gets undone. Per esempio. (laughs) I made this really fun dinner last night. I made like a Mm -hmm. surf and turf dinner. I am working on cleaning out our freezers. So making sure that we eat through all the food in our freezers before we butcher Mm -hmm. the next round of lambs and preserve all this year's food. I found a bag of crab legs. A bag of crab legs, which is like the best thing you could find in your freezer. Mm -hmm. So I did some lamb steaks and some crab legs and a quick garden salad. So it was really simple, but really wonderful. And I put out this pressed tablecloth, which was already a dumb idea. Everyone's like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen, Shay? (laughs) That I got in Sicily and I laid it out and I put irises on the table and it was quite lovely. But before we even sit down, like before we've even done anything, a kid knocks into a bowl of butter and the bowl of butter just goes all over the table. And, um, you know, he immediately was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was an accident. Mm -hmm. They're just not coordinated. And also (laughs) we make mistakes too. It happens. Right. Right. So he bumps the butter and like my instinct is just to be like, really, really? We haven't even started yet. <laughs> Honestly, it's what are the chances? Day. What are right. the chances? But that right. like cynicism mm-hmm. is so ugly. Luckily, I did catch myself before I said anything. I was like, just yeah. go grab the paper towels. Whatever. I was mm-hmm. going to wash the tablecloth anyway. Wow. Okay. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. The, okay. The, here's, here's my word picture. Mm-hmm. I try to paint for myself in the moment. <laughs> I am so guilty of it, too, for sure. Um, People with bad table manners need to be videotaped and forced to watch themselves eat. We have done this. Okay. I really, really believe it. Even grown-ups, bad table manners offend me. And I live in a family with a lot of bad table manners. Okay. The same goes for the like martyr biatch mom slash wife if we were being recorded and then had to review that video later in the day the shame would be unbearable mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and i try to imagine like a fly on the wall or i try like i try to imagine what it's like to observe me when i'm in that rage or that pitiful state Mm -hmm. 
sometimes it dials me back sometimes it doesn't but yeah, I always on your think good of like days. The, on your good I always days think of does. like the bad table manners analogy mm-hmm. like the, you're doing the thing you're doing the thing that you hate you're doing the thing that you're repulsed like when you see like a character in a movie do it or you know when you see it in someone else's home like you're doing the thing the worst is when you see it in other moms in public mm-hmm. and you think God, your poor kid like he just right. wanted to stay on the side of the card or whatever like you don't have to yell at him geez right and then you're thinking you i'm so idiot. much better because i do it in private <laughs> <laughs> i'm so much better because i'm not doing it right now <laughs> exactly exactly so um one of my little treats to myself has been to it's a treat i have been actually ordering pictures physical pictures of my children Mm -hmm. this is difficult because i take photos for a living so if you open my lightroom catalog you might not even know i have children because it's like well here's 2000 pictures of her garden and food Mm -hmm. and all these things um, because that's what I take pictures of for work. Yeah. yeah. And so work can, photographs can become work for me. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when I go and do things with my kids, I'm not one of those moms who photographs everything that they do. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really pull <clears throat> photos off my phone. I'm not great about getting things printed. I'm trying to get into the habit of this. Um. But anyway, so I sit down and I comb through my Lightyear catalog, which is, I think, about four years worth of photographs. I think it's close to 24,000 pictures. And I start way back at the beginning and I just am scrolling through just so Mm -hmm. I don't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a couple pictures of Juliet's birthday. Let's grab those. Scroll Mm -hmm. for. 2000 more pictures okay here's we're carving pumpkins on halloween right right you know and i grab all these photographs and i upload them to the website where i order from and i'm and it's just family pictures they're not Mm -hmm. work pictures they're not my great achievement of photography it's just family pictures and i'll tell you like putting that collection together and going through the album made me so weepy and so sad and so like I will wash your sheets I will make you a quesadilla what do you want from me because a year ago you had little chubby cheeks and baby teeth and now you're growing up and it's freaking me out and I just want to be here with you I want to be Mm -hmm. here for all the things I want to listen to you I want to snuggle with you it's just People tell you that, but I think you almost like have to get momentum in survival mode when you have babies, that it's almost yeah. kind of hard to slow that down and be like, okay, you you did it, okay? Everyone's out of diapers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fine. Now you need to latch on and savor mm-hmm. because it is developing and growing and praise God for that. But it's also that baby, those those slip away before you realize it. When their front teeth fall out and they get their adult teeth, you know? 
mm-hmm. when that little roundness of their face slims out, it's barbaric. It is barbaric. It's yeah. I just have like there's just big people all around me now. They're just huge. In just a matter of like two years, two I'm years. just going to be surrounded by giant people. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's quite fun to have put those together. And this is going to become a new habit of mine to actually have them printed. Do you remember the photographs that your mom would have printed when you were a kid? Like my mom had a little shoe box, pretty little mm-hmm. box for each of us. So mm-hmm. sometimes she would get triple copies of like a family photograph. And she was so good about putting them into the box. Mm-hmm. So that when we left the house, all of us girls had, here's some of your baby pictures. Here's some with your grandparents. Here's your birthdays. Here's just some, you know, sweet moments that we caught. And it wasn't a ton because back then, kids, like, you got a roll of 24 pictures. <laughs> then you had to take it in and get it developed. And so people didn't photograph like we do now. Um, But it was probably a collection of, I don't know, two or three hundred pictures for each of us girls. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to do that for my kids. Because are we going to go back through the cloud and look at 70,000 pictures? No. It's not going to happen. So did you make... Because I made a family album for Mm -hmm. Christmas. And now even... Even just the other day, we went to play like miniature golf, and I just thought, just take stupid pictures yeah. because, just take the pictures, you know. Yep. Um. I try to take pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try. If we have a, I try to take family pictures. We didn't get a family one yesterday because nobody was outside the restaurant. It's just me and the kids, with their little gargoyle faces, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but. So I'm already thinking of like, okay, last year, remember, you kind of didn't have a lot of pictures for April, you know, so I'm trying to be mindful of putting this album together again this year. And then I want to kind of go back and pick up where I left off with scrapbooking so many years ago, because I have scrapbooks, you know, and then they just, then Mm -hmm. I started having just like all the babies and Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that hobby anymore. So I kind of want to go back. Um And I have video, like I want to, I have a tub of video, like the little Mm. cassette thingamabobbers. And I don't even know, like, if the technology, can I upload those somehow? Like, how do I get those? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know how to get those. But um, I did hit an estate sale uh, the other day, and there was like a stack of old frames with family pictures in them two things number one it made me so sad that here's these little cherubic faces and women in like 1940s suits and bridal pictures and Mm -hmm. nobody wants these and it really kind of got me like you're just a vapor Uh (laughs) you don't matter (laughs) you're just just such a vapor yeah you know like my vanity was like what if my face ends up on a garage sale table someday and nobody wants me (laughs) Yeah, that's, ter- that's terrible. Oh, you will. That will happen. Isn't that unbelievable? It's unbelievable. So, anyways, I that made me sad. But mm-hmm. um, I have just this stack of. Back in the day, I just had like Hobby Lobby pictures, or I'd get them at the thrift store and I'd duct tape the back of them. You know, just like mm-hmm. when you're broke, 
and you're trying to hang pictures. Uh Um, Well, all of those have subsequently, you know, that only lasts so long. And I never fixed that. I never went and bought more frames. Frames really discourage me because they're so ugly. Mm -hmm. I I really like vintage frames and they're hard to find. So anyways, I got like this monster stack of vintage picture frames with the matting and cool sizes. And uh, so I get to dive into that project. I think a few months ago on the show, I talked about doing like the stairway, Mm -hmm. like a family gallery gallery Mm -hmm. in the stairway and I didn't have anything to put them in. So Mm -hmm freaking jazzed yeah that's I'm so excited and then I can because of what the subject matter was like back then it kind of is like the first two or three kids really small so now I get to do like what you're saying like Mm -hmm. go back through and make it relevant to everyone you know yeah that's that's super fun and Mm -hmm. like right now I don't have any family photographs up at all. When Stu and I redid our bedroom last year, I finally put up one wedding photo mm-hmm. and our engagement photo in our bedroom. And that's it. Those are the only two photos that I have. And I think part of that is, again, when you have babies, you're like, yeah, I see them. They're right here. <laughs> like I hadn't got to the place of mm-hmm. nostalgia yet. Yeah. I remember you saying that a long time ago. Yeah. That wasn't. Yeah. I was just, yeah, you're you're all right here, you know? And, yeah, that's just, wow, it's just shifted. I've been working on baby books for all the kids, but it's difficult when you have an age range, right? Because, like, Georgia has a lot more because she's Mm -hmm. older. But I've never done a baby book for her. So I didn't do like, oh, here you are zero through five for every kid. I was just like, it's 2023. And what photos do I have of which kid? Which they're going to be elated about anyway. But still, it's just, it's fun. And, you know, last week we talked about kind of diving into those details that Mm -hmm. facilitate joy. And facilitate the the beautiful emotions that we get to curate as homemakers. We talk about this all the time. When you make your bread, your your bread, or your bed, <laughs> when you make your bed, and like I spritz mine with essential oils, you know, and I make it look all nice on my clean. Sh- I call it my clean sheet day. Mm-hmm. That conjures up feelings and emotions. It gives off, like, vibrations in the home, right? Mm -hmm. You get some, like, beautiful pictures printed, and you just sort of, you know, I'll just, like, stick them around things. I'll, like, stick them on mirrors or, you know, just kind of, like, place them around to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. That facilitates that same kind of, like, emotion. Like, it's those small things, and they're small, and so I think we can – disregard them quite easily but it's those small things ultimately that we build and build and build and I think that keeps us out of the ditch well it keeps yeah it keeps it exciting it keeps it it, you know if this is your work environment it keeps it enjoyable Mm -hmm. and interesting and reflective of you and your personal style and what's important to you and yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yep well, before we dive 
deeper into this conversation, let's give a shout out to season 16 sponsor, Tubes and Co. Give me a chance to yawn. Holy cow. <laughs> um, I think I shared, did I share with you that I've been mixing the glow serum just a little bit with my foundation? Maybe. Did, did I tell you about that a few I don't weeks think ago? So. Maybe. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell you now. Again, maybe. But because it's, you know, we're working towards summer and I like to wear like a little bit I always wear some sort of foundation. Um, you know, I've got like little veins on my face and I like to create kind of like a smooth palette, if you will, for then putting blush and lipstick on and all that. But for summer I don't want it as thick, and so I've been doing the glow serum. And then just letting it absorb just a little bit. And then, but while it's still, while I can still feel it, then adding my foundation. Mm -hmm. And so it helps the foundation kind of move in. You can sort of rub it in. And it's a little bit more natural, definitely more lightweight Mm -hmm. uh, for the season. Mm -hmm. And it has that like kind of glow. It's very fresh looking. I've really been digging that. I couldn't remember if I had. Maybe you did. I can't not. remember. I don't know. So you guys can visit toopsandco.com. Use the code HOMEMAKERSCHIC10 for 10% off. So whether you're looking for blushes, bronzers, foundations, concealers, eyeshadow, mascara. I just ordered the mascara to try for the first time. So I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Lipsticks, red wine, and blushing bride, lip gloss and Tiamo. These are my favorite colors that I use all the time. They're the only lip stuff I use. Um, Fabulous, clean ingredients, small business, and we love the products, whether it's the skincare, the makeup, it's all there for you. Emily, uh, last year, I think she formulated a sun balm. So this is like a it's like a tallow balm. It has super clean ingredients, unlike Mm -hmm. sunscreen. And this is one I'll just rub on my chest and just the tops of my shoulders when I'm going out into the sun for the first couple times. Should have mm-hmm. put it on the back of my knees, turns out, because Ooh. it wasn't my body's fault. It was like, we haven't seen the sun since September. So maybe right. maybe don't throw us out for 10 hours on an 87 right. degree day. Maybe, maybe taper in a little bit. <laughs> Pace yourselves. Um, I'm going to make a a quick correction. The the code is homemaker10. Oh, sorry. Sorry. For 10% off. No problem. Toopsandco.com. There you go. Or you can just visit the Homemaker Chic podcast over on Instagram. And that's where all the coupon codes and everything are for, Mm -hmm. are found, rather. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, definitely treat yourself to some skincare. Go out there, get dirty in the garden, Mm -hmm. come in, wash your face, put your skincare on, have a glass of wine, like... Sleep in your American Blossom linen sheets. Talk about all the feelings, right? Yeah. All the moments. Yeah. Homemaker 10 for 10% off your Toops and Co. order mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is all the feelings. And I think <clears throat> feelings get a bad rap. Yes, they but do. Feelings... And discipline and duty, that is homemaking. Okay. And I don't, I think it does us good. 
to be disciplines. Like we've talked about that plenty and we can dive into that where you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry, you don't feel like doing the dinner dishes. We'll Mm -hmm. suck it up, Sally. Get in there. Do it Mm -hmm. anyway. Like, you know, I have these I have these talks with my kids all the time. Like, it's okay to feel something. But Rachel Jankovic, um, she wrote a motherhood book. And I thought this was such a great analogy. She teaches her her kids that your emotions, your feelings, they're like a wild horse. So you're riding this wild horse and you have to direct it or it'll just run off with you. So you have to be the one to say, okay, I'm here. I'm on this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I direct it in a positive way? So it just doesn't barrel over the edge of a cliff with me, which right. is like when we t- we're talking about the ditch of martyrdom at the beginning of this right. episode, that's what we're Going doing over. at that point. Right. <laughs> we see it. We're not dumb. We know what we're oh, doing. Oh, for sure. We're frolicking around in our we're, sin. We, we know what we're doing when we're rolling having a around in the mud. Pit. We're mo- yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do really I agree with the, what you just said about feelings getting a bad rap because we're just kind of always taught, like, don't go with your feelings. Cause, and, but it's like that kind of negative connotation because obviously, if you give in to that, you're going over the cliff. However, there's also good feelings mm-hmm. and there's good disciplines and good habits yeah. that we can really delight in as a homemaker so we can have those good feelings. Right. It's, it's actually really fun to um, look at your kitchen or to look at your bedroom and know, okay, if I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and then I'm going to get the little high from doing X, Y, Z. I'm going to going to wipe off the countertops i'm going to do the dishes and then i get the warm fuzzy feeling i'm going to light the candle i'm going to arrange the flowers i'm going to put out new tea towels yep and those i i do think that those pockets of feelings those those high moments as the homemaker they're very important i don't think they should be sort of treated as frivolous right it's not frivolous to do something intentional that helps you enjoy this station not at all and and it should be like a daily part of the routine not the every not the exception right because that's where the art of it comes in it's usually something more artistic that you've put your hand to where you can then sit back and go this feels really good Mm -hmm. yeah and in our home I was just talking to Stu about this this morning. This is going to take it a little bit deeper, but here we go. I, um, You can get good and efficient and disciplined and have all the good vibrations, right, in your home. You can be doing all this stuff right, and it still doesn't feel good. And when that happens in our home, what that usually means is – we have somehow, we somehow need to course correct a little bit because when I or we as a family are not spending enough time with the Lord, mm-hmm. it's all for, it feels like it's just all for nothing because right. they're, they are vapors of 
peace and joy and harmony and oh i can be peaceful because my kitchen's clean well guess what like right i'm just gonna speak like i need to be able to find peace when the kitchen is not clean i need to be able to find peace when i am behind on laundry we have been Mm -hmm. this is the most pathetic excuse ever we've just been screaming busy and when you don't do something worldly meaning like if Mm -hmm. i don't get a youtube video up when i need to or when i then there's emails and people calling and like okay what about this and oh we had this appointment at eight o'clock and blah 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 blah. Uh there's like an instant uh correction from the world right yep you don't take care of yourself spiritually you don't like for me if i don't spend time with the lord like in thoughtful prayer intentionally like being in his word um like it rots me from the inside out i just get depleted completely Mm -hmm. depleted even if everything in the home is on track right because you're the 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 bottom line is that you your joy should not be circumstantial. So if you're putting all your eggs in the circumstance basket right. of of having those great moments within the home, right? That that only goes so far. I mean, <laughs> the it's flowers all true. eventually it's, die. It's all good and wonderful, <laughs> but the, that yeah. the flowers eventually die. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And by by being in the Word and and committing to prayer and staying in that space. That's your key to the martyr moments. Yep. And and That's here's what... here's the thing is like I'm also like not one of those Christians who thinks, "Oh, well you have to spend time in your private prayer life for this many minutes a day or this many, you know, you have to read this many Bible verses a day." Like yeah. every day, that. irregardless. <laughs> That's not I don't think that i think we have the great privilege of having the access to scripture that millennia of christian have not had before us for real okay and i also believe highly in the means of grace instituted by the church so when we go to church we hear the word preach we see the sacraments instituted like i think that that is the lifeblood of the christian christian however when i was laying in bed the other night and i was thinking this is great news because the work is done. We labor and labor and labor and labor in our lives, in our work, in the homes. The work is accomplished. Mm. Okay. Christ has accomplished it. It's done. Mm -hmm. Full and complete. I'm adding nothing to this. There's nothing else to be done. Okay. Um, Again, personal beliefs here so and isn't that great news little laborer right when you're out there just digging your holes every day and doing the laundry the work is finished however so so when i enter into prayer or and when i enter into like time in scripture just reading god's word it's not to accomplish anything. It's not to accomplish my salvation. It's not to like get up the next rung of the ladder. It's nourishment. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, here's food for your journey. Right. The journey's done. The destination is set. It's been accomplished. Here's, here's food for you along the way. And when you cut yourself off from that, even non-intentionally, right, mm-hmm. um, you get hungry. <laughs> you right. get malnourished. And you just feel hangry. It. You get hangry. Like, it's, it's hangry. <laughs> it's like when you're hang so when you're true. physically hangry and you're like, why am I so raging? Why is everything setting me off? Da 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 uh-huh. da. Uh oh, jeez. Go have some protein. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's the same thing. It really is. And I don't know how to explain that really to a non believer other than the there is a peace in your soul that's not completely uncircumstantial so i think a lot of people know that sensation of peace it's it's fleeting in this world we might feel mm-hmm. peace when we mark the last thing off our to-do list and Mm. there's food in the refrigerator and everything's accounted for and everyone's in a good mood and look we did it and then you wake up the next day and it's a whole new challenge it's a Mm -hmm. whole new day um you know i think you think of a well scripture says like a peace that surpasses all understanding that's the thank you sweetheart that's the hope (laughs) Right. Well, and what comes right before that? That's all about prayer, mm-hmm. right? That the the verses before that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um it's been a good practice. And I think I talked about this maybe or maybe this was during our private conversation, but I can't remember. I'm going to say it again though. I read this great article <laughs> for the Christians out there listening. I read this great article that talked about, you know, prayer can be really overwhelming. And when you've got children that you're praying for and you're like, oh, I need to pray for their spouses. I need to pray. for, And then you sit down and you're like, this feels like a full time job. Like, where do I start? World peace? (laughs) No, it's so true, Shay. When you do like, you know, I pray like throughout the day. Right. Right. But when you go to sit down to pray. Yeah. Ongoing conversation. But when you sit down and you like you're going in. Right. Mm -hmm. You're like, and how do I stop? Yeah. (laughs) And which because, child should I not pray for? It oh my goodness! Oh, it like was last said. time I prayed for my pastor, and oh, what exactly. about my spouse and my parents exactly. and like you know leaders and blah, blah, blah. and it, it can genuinely feel so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a like I remember one of the first times I experienced this. We had a kind of a tragic situation in our church years ago where there was a young man who was dying of stomach cancer and I remember praying like I was milking at this time I was milking at five Mm -hmm. in the morning by myself and I would go out and milk and just pray just pray for Cesar and like I don't really remember praying for something just so intentionally it was just I was super emotional I just started having kids and it took on a whole new life you know Mm-hmm. And he died very quickly. And I just remember being like gutted and mm-hmm. and not and having a hard time almost going back to prayer because I was just like, but I not that I expected 
not that I expected anything else, but it's intimate and it's powerful and it's, there's a lot of emotions that go into it, right? Um, but this article was encouraging Christians. Oh, good morning, Junior. Yeah, Junior, you can go downstairs, buddy. Okay, there's oatmeal. Do you have pants on? Is he gonna... He's got underwear on. Okay. No streaking. All right. <laughs> can you go through? Okay. No, go downstairs. Daddy's down there. It was encouraging uh, Christians to pray for small and specific things so Uh, that they could see the work of that prayer. Let me give you an example. I think you text. I think this was a text message. Okay, good. I'm glad we're talking about it. So we can flesh this out. Yeah, because it was brief. It was brief. I have a particular child whom I love. Who is very similar so. to myself. And yeah. what that can create That's scary. is a little friction. Because mm-hmm. when two people respond to a situation the exact same, there's not a yin and a yang going right. on. Okay? If you will. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a prayer of mine for a long time. Help me to glorify you in the way that I respond. Help me to be patient mm. and kind and loving, charitable, recognize maturity versus morality issues, all these sorts of things, Mm -hmm. which is great, but vague. Um, And so my prayer has become the next time (laughs) today, which it will Mm. be today, the next time a situation comes up, please help me to respond with charity and love and patience. Mm -hmm. Or just today, today would you help me to do X, Y, Z? right? Mm-hmm. Or hyper specific, you know, we have a really big school load today, we have a very busy school load today, you know, or, you know, we had like a conference that we organized a couple weekends ago, like, let's pray for this day, specifically this small thing specifically. And I think that's a great encouragement, because, okay, yeah, world peace, <laughs> right? Like, but what's Christ's work and what's my work? What's been mm-hmm. accomplished? What do I still labor at in, in my daily life? And it's a great thing because you don't feel like you have to eat that elephant every yeah. time you sit down to pray. So it doesn't feel like a burden. It's like, well, how about just taking the next six hours? Mm-hmm. Well, let's just pray over the next six hours. And then maybe it's six hours, then you do it again for the next six hours. Yeah, you know, and smaller yet, and smaller. I'm in. I, I'm in the garden. When a kid interrupts me while I'm in the zone, help me to be respond, right? You know, with love and charity, like you said, right? I'm in the kitchen. You you know, you can pray for. Yeah, while them while you're preparing food for them yep. for their health. I mean, like all, all these, these little things. distilled moments throughout the day, right? For sure, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it makes it. You just like just like our housework, you know, like we talk about as mm-hmm. homemakers. Okay, well, if you just look at your house and you're like, I need a clean house. Uh, good luck. I need it all perfectly organized. And wouldn't it be nice if this and this and okay, I'm grateful for this. And maybe we can tweak this. And here's some work that needs to be done. You'll run yourself mad. Mm-hmm. If you go to the kitchen, and there's dishes to be done. Okay, I'm just gonna do these dishes. Then maybe I'll wipe off the counters. And then maybe I'll make a grocery list for the week. 
and it becomes these little bite-sized steps forward Mm -hmm. versus just a universe of thank you honey i get it thank you Ooh, he's offering a refill Oh, nice. <laughs> Mine's piping hot. Makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. Um, anyway, I hope that's an encouragement. I mean, I know there are lots of believers who listen to our podcast, lots of non-believers who listen to our mm-hmm. podcast, but I think it can be relevant either way. Um, you know, it's helpful to me to just think, okay, don't, don't, you don't need to pray for the next 50 years. Just. Take it bit by bit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Piano e piano. Is that bit by bit? Little by little. Slowly and slowly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually have this sweet little sign that Georgia drew for me. I don't even remember where she came across this. I'm going to get it wrong because when I try to mix Italian and French, it gets really hairy. But it says... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I try to do Italian and Spanish comes out. So like, you just never know. It's like a mixed bag in there. Like, what's going to come out? <laughs> but it says, Petit a petit, l'oiseau fait son nid. Did I say that right? Little by little, the bird builds its nest. L'oiseau, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you. Did I butcher I didn't it? recognize it as French. Shut up. I see what, I see what <laughs> you were Italian. saying now. Like an, <laughs> yeah, I <an> did. <laughs> <laughs> say it petit how you petit, would say it. Petit à petit, petit, petit l'oiseau fait son nid. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it sounded pretty much the same as when I said it. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> vowels are very important in Italian. Not so much Do you in know French. How many vowels are in the word <laughs> oiseau? <laughs> I know. It's like, what do 42. I even say here? <laughs> anyway, I love that idea of it. Little by little, the bird builds its nest. Mm-hmm. It, it is like genuinely a great encouragement to be, to be like, look, you don't go from zero to 60. This is, this is incremental. This happens so slowly over time. And I think... Mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of new homemakers who listen to the podcast. Sorry, I'm just going on all the rabbit trails of my mind right now. This year in the garden, which we should talk about, but like I'm actually seeing the fruit of, this is our eighth spring now. Oh, wow. And Is it really? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Seventh? Eighth. Okay. Maybe it's our seventh, seventh or eighth spring. It's my sixth, so it's your seventh. Okay, so it's my seventh. Um, That's right. It is my seventh. So seven years Mm -hmm. I have been pouring my lifeblood into these garden beds, literally. (laughs) And every year it's like hard, 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 hard. And this year is no exception. It's hard, but... There's like this foundation of awesomeness where I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. It's like working. I'm out there watering stuff. And Georgia said, it's working. (laughs) What? I didn't know it would actually work because all along the way, by the way, you know, there are years where it's like, oh, 60% of what I planted died. Great. Mm. Or, oh, we had to rip that out and redo it. Great. 
And mm-hmm. it's so hard. <laughs> and then it's still hard, but it's better. <laughs> so I, I'm out there watering my creeping Virginia that I have growing up the side. Some people call it Virginia creeper. <laughs> we call it yes. creeping Virginia. Normal people call it Virginia <laughs> creeper. <laughs> this like just spurted up out of the ground watering it well i i I have all my citrus trees over by it so i'm just you know generically kind of watering this area okay and georgia said she came out she said mom i just saw a picture of this courtyard when the Mm. virginia creeper was like one little vine that you had trained up and it was just and now it covers the whole side of the house well that doesn't happen I mean, it grows pretty fast, but still, that doesn't mm-hmm. happen in a year or two years or three years. It mm-hmm. takes time, you know, and you can't, it's hard to have perspective on that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, you got me thinking about my gardens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oi. I have a full day of gardening ahead of me. Um, But it is this year. So this is, what did I say, our sixth? So, like, I can see, oh, this is going to go somewhere now. Like, this part is established Mm -hmm. and this part has its foundation and we're getting somewhere. I talked to someone the other day and her gardens are 20 years old. I'm like, oh, I just can't. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be 20 years from now, but Mm -hmm. dang it, I can't imagine. Right. Right, where those trees you planted are actually like trees <laughs> and not like the idea of a tree. <laughs> right. Like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a few that are just like a stick with three blooms on them. Well, I feel like I'm going to just tear you out and start all over. <laughs> yeah. Not, not much is happening here. Yeah. It does. It just things... Things take time, and that's so anti-cultural, and it's so anti-what we want. (laughs) Yeah, right? And doing, you know, the garden is just like the home where you do a lot of work for a moment of joy. Mm -hmm. You know, because the season is short, and the flowers are fleeting, Mm -hmm. and it's ever-changing, and it's the same it's the same as within the home, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we should. I thought we could do it a few minutes ago when we were speaking different languages, but we should take a little break and um, give a shout out to Dry Farm Wines. Let's do it. Being a sponsor of the show. Okay. So, friends, we would love to invite you to join us to drink Dry Farm Wines. And Shay and I were um, talking, just kind of thinking about what are some of our favorite features is features the word we want to use benefits oh, I'm like uh, consequences but I don't think that's... consequences <laughs> wrong one that, just, that doesn't really sound, sound like a selling point I know sorry <laughs> um okay <laughs> so if someone asked you Like, what about Dry Farm? I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. I think I've been drinking Dry Farm now for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I did have to say, what about it to you? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, no way. Yeah, she did. Um, I did. She didn't believe me for a long time. 
I'm like, I drink really good wine. How could it get better? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think. What's a favorite thing? My fa- one of my favorite, favorite things about Dry Farm. So if you guys want to check them out, if you listen to the podcast, you know what we're talking about. But you can visit right. dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic, or there's a link below this episode, or you can head over to Instagram. It's there too. Mm-hmm. Um, wine culture is a funny thing. I think it definitely gets a bad rap. When you think of the housewife who likes wine, you think of this sort of like sloppy, drunken um, wife uh, who has like no self-control. No, I, I know those people. Okay, okay. I, I don't really yeah. know these people, but I know they're out there because I see them on Instagram. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Well, that is kind of something like when we do this wine segment, I kind of want to go, no, but wait. Like, yeah. We're not talking, well, I'm not talking we're about, not talking about Wino Wednesday and Chardonnay all day. Mm-mm. That's when we, as Homemaker Chic Podcast, when we bring Dry Farm Wines to the audience, I, I want to just go like, like, But yeah, it's not out. that like, Wino culture kind of thing. Right. Right. That's not what we're talking about. And so I think one of my favorite things about Dry Farm Wines is that you know, episodes, um, seasons ago, we drove home this idea of like better, but not more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I get a box of dry farm delivered. It's a box of 12. And that is my wine. That's the wine that I drink. I really don't drink anything else at all. I don't really even drink beer at this point. I just, mm-hmm. I don't have a need for it unless I whatever, unless the meal calls for it. But, Mm -hmm. um, and so I will, when I have a glass of wine, I have a glass of wine. I have one Mm -hmm. glass of wine. And, and I love that because you appreciate it. You're not drinking it to escape. You're not, you know, these are lower alcohol wines, by the way. So they, they average somewhere between 10 and 12% when sometimes Mm -hmm. you can get wines 14, 15, 16 percent so a glass of dry farm wines doesn't equal one-to-one a glass of your average wine just because of the lower alcohol content but that's i mean i think just right off the cuff that's one of my favorite things is it is a bottled version of better not more for sure if you were drinking to escape you'd have to drink a lot (laughs) probably (laughs) And you'd have to have not a lot gonna, of money. I mean, come not on. Not going to have the same effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people who, people who drink to escape do not drink dry farm wines. Right. Right. Yeah. No. What's the next one for you? Um, I, like cheap wine, bad wine, really high sugary wine. It gives me, I, I've joked about this with you before, probably privately, but I get this right eyeball headache. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like in my eyeball the next morning it hurts so bad even yes hello child oh my goodness <laughs> even uh even not too, you know even just not too much it just right that's my biggest thing is i can tell i just don't get that like Mm -hmm. i i know that's weird but i'm sure other people get some form of a headache but Mm -hmm. mine's mine's in the right eyeball and um, I just think from like a sugar a sugar standpoint, like you don't get the p- 
pooch. Mm. Like the next morning, mm-hmm. like the belly pooch. Have you noticed too that with dry farm ones, you don't get thirsty? So like, this is like, I don't oh, yeah. drink a lot ever. But um, still, you but don't get, you don't yeah. get thirsty. You know, at night, like the whole like ugh, gulping water, mm-hmm. I get that when I eat takeout. I don't know if it's like the amount of salt well, or it's whatever. The sodium for sure. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but it's I like know. A night like, sacks a night. You're like, I'm gonna drink water I, all night, and then I'm gonna have to get up and go to the bathroom all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hope that Thai food was worth it. Um, Seriously. But that's this isn't like <laughs> exactly. that. And yeah. again, you don't even have to have a lot of of different types of wine to feel that. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of health benefits. There's a lot of taste benefits. It really is alive. It's like once your palate acclimates to sourdough, mm-hmm. you you lose a certain taste for other types of bread. You're like, but where's the, where's the oomph? Yeah. Right. Where's that? Or the actual flavor. Yeah. yeah. Where's the flavor? And I think Dry mm-hmm. Farms does that. So you can shop Dry Farm Wines at dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic use that link because you'll get an extra bottle with your first order and remember this can be a a monthly thing that you ship yourself if you want to you could do whatever amount of bottles three six nine twelve or you can just do a one-time order and give it a shot and see if you like it you can choose whites or reds or rosés or bubblies so they have a lot of options for you also a wonderful gift if you're not sure what to get someone get them the three bubble box it's beautiful comes packaged beautifully or you could even you know split them up give them for gifts keep it on hand for the summer yeah yeah i think if i was brand new right now i know we were talking about champagne last week but i think like right now with gardening i would if i was brand new i would try a box of rosé put them in the fridge keep them nice and cold i love Gardening all day in my dream world. Garden all day. Come in, pour a glass of, of wine, mm-hmm. chilled wine, mm-hmm. put meat on the grill, meat of some yeah. form on the grill. And then, whilst you grills the meat, I sip the wine and just walk around the gardens. Because I always set sprinklers after I like finish gardening. And I'll sit okay. there like an idiot for hours and watch the sprinkler go and watch the robins come in and out. And mm-hmm. it's just like, happy it's my happy place do you okay do you walk so i walk my do you take a turn oh like i like all I, the time in the morning it, the in time. my pajamas with a cup yeah. of coffee like what's going on out, out what's happened in yeah. the 12 hours since i was out here exactly <laughs> what bloomed? and then in the evenings yep. yep love it my favorite is the creatures i wasn't like a creature person until i had gardens okay. and now i'm like I'm not a nerd about it. Hummingbirds, yeah. lizards, frogs. Thank you, honey. Snakes. We have snakes. Snakes. I love the hummingbirds. They come up and I they're mean, like oh, right yeah. up in your face. You hear and them they and just you're look like, at oh, you. it's a bee. And then you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. Yep. They, they, they talk to you for a minute and then they fly I away. Know. I always say, hi, friend. <laughs> love hi, friend. it. I have these two mm-hmm. crows that I'm trying to befriend because I want a crow friend so bad. Here, we're shooting ours out of the sky, and you want a friend. They come in our chicken. They take our eggs. They you, We just see them fly off all day with eggs in there. <sighs> they take our eggs. I love them. They're so smart. They're so they smart. Are, I see They're so smart. Hey, crow friend. That's what I say. 
Hey, girlfriend. I took a you picture. You could do that. I mean, you could, you could, they're, they're so smart. You probably could get to the point. I know. I'm working on it. I talked to them. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of a snake. I was pulling out my tomatoes from last year. <laughs> Lest you think you're behind. By the way, I still oh haven't my put gosh. my potatoes in the ground. I'm two months behind. So I'm out there pulling out my tomatoes and there's this beautiful snake. And listen, mm. when you're a gardener for a long time, you learn how to move in the garden because you know what might be where. You just mm-hmm. you become aware of these things. It's like here where we live, there's a certain way you move around certain types of terrain in the summertime because of rattlesnakes. Okay. Like you just you get wise to your surroundings, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling these tomatoes out thinking if I was a creature, I would want to be here. <laughs> there's probably all <laughs> kinds of stuff under here. And sure enough, right. there's this snake. Beautiful snake. Okay. I take a picture of it. My boys come out, move it off into the orchard. No big deal. And I posted this on Instagram. And a lady said, I would have burned my house down and never moved back. And I just thought, how disconnected are we from the natural world we live in? If are you kidding one me? one snake would want you to want to make you like move away i just thought it was so such a bizarre reaction i'm not saying you need to like them i'm just saying like do are we wanting to live in a plastic tupperware like what's the what's the end goal here (laughs) life in a rubbermaid uh that's a really strong reaction i know people get they They have a give them the willies Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously i mean i'm i have huge spiders in my garden like tarantulas and I, but I wouldn't want to burn my house down. Mm-hmm. But I do not care. Yeah, you don't want to look down and see <laughs> yeah. it crawling on your leg. Whenever I feel something Ugh. touch my leg, when I'm going to like, don't freak out, just brush it away. 99% of the time it's a piece of grass just touching me in a weird way. You know, 1% of the time it is tarantulas. Oh my gosh. I, I will be looking. I used to do the brush away, but last year it was a wasp and I got stung and my foot blistered and swelled and it was remember my foot for like like before paris was just Mm -hmm. it looked like i had like herpes on my foot it was so gross it was really bad (laughs) and so i will not be like absentmindedly brushing anything away because do you think that's why it stung you yes i do Mm. because i went i went like what the Mm. like i went like that you know when i could have just like looked and shook my leg and then ran because i would have seen it right oh my gosh I can't ever happen again. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little bit creeped out. Mm-hmm. I cannot get stung again this year. Mm-hmm. Had I been stung in the neck or something? Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Wasps are no. nasty creatures. We have them so bad here. Do you have ground in, like, wasps? Well, we do. Mm-hmm. That's bad when you're mowing yeah. or whatever. But um, yeah, like Junior was asking if he could mow the septic hill or whatever. I'm like, heck no, you can't mow the septic hill. I don't know what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have them just under the eaves oh yeah they just the eaves yep they kind of make it difficult to get in and out of the house same ours is at eye level too because we have like three stairs that come down from mm-hmm. our front door mm-hmm. and you're eye to eye with the eve and yeah. we have sprayed that wasp nest every year multiple times yeah. a year and they just keep coming back they just keep yeah yeah um have you ever used the traps before no because somebody said they work. So I bought one at the hardware store the other day. 
and there's no wasps in it <laughs> but they're pinging my windows over and over again trying to get in while we, we record you. this show we so <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's it's risky <laughs> yeah it is it's they scare me they look like flying demon things do you they're ever so think though like i saw this i'm gonna totally get this wrong i do wish we had a fact checker sometimes it was a it was like a middle eastern country i do sit here with my phone okay it was like I do fact check i don't know maybe it was saudi here. arabia or something <laughs> okay but they were building like in the middle of the desert this crazy weird space station looking hotel or like mini okay, no, city. no 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 that that horrible thing called the wall that's that that's what it's called that mirrored monstrous that okay i don't think they're building it yet okay no no i think it's like a kind of a, like a dystopian you uh not euphoria what's the word i'm looking for perfect okay so if Dang it. it's like a couple miles long or whatever it's in the middle of like yeah. this inhabitable desert so the idea is people live in this self-sustained city thing it's gross and it's icky they never go outside no it's completely self-contained okay and of course like i grew up in the 90s i'm like this is like biodome <laughs> Wasn't that a major disaster? It's a Polly Shore movie, sorry. by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's I remember. It. It's called The Line. The Line. That's what it's called. Yeah. It, no, I got like the... What I country is this out. in? I, Saudi Arabia. Saudi it's a 105-mile-long city. I said a couple. Will <laughs> snake through the desert. 200 meters wide. Blech. Be, residents will be able to run errands with a five-minute walk. There will be no cars or roads. High-speed railway will carry people from end to end in 20 minutes. It will only cost hundreds of billions of dollars to make, but... Hello, lovely homemakers. Are you ready to style your home like a pro? Then it's time to join the Old World Design Society. You can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. You can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The spring magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous and classes are ready for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. 
I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now, choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. But yeah, the idea is like preserve all the nature outside and then humans just live inside. It creeps me out. What was your point though? I'm sorry. I don't know if I had a point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know if I had a point. I think I saw that and like, you know, this lady's reaction to the snake. Look, I'm not saying I like like crocodile. I'm so mortified of sharks that I will not swim in the ocean at this stage of my yeah. life. I'm Maybe I'll grow out of that. But like I'm not saying it's easy to live alongside mm-hmm. nature. Nature is red tooth and claw. The difference, well, I'm sorry to kind of be kicking this horse a bit today a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I can make sense of this because I don't have an unrealistic expectation of nature. And what I mean by that is mm. I believe in a fallen world. So Mm -hmm. there was a world created in which there was harmony. There was peace. The lion laid down with the lamb. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then through Adam and Eve's sin, that fell. So we, what we're living in now is a fallen world. Where that gives me hope is that there's, we are not going to redeem this. That doesn't mean we're not responsible to be good stewards of it. It means that. As it is now, the world we live in, the lion's not going to lay down with the lamb. Pressure's off. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Now, I think humans have done a pretty terrible job of being good stewards. And I think Mm -hmm. that, frankly, Christians should be at the forefront of this. And I don't really understand why they're not. Amelie and I just had this conversation the other day. She's like, you know, it's really shameful that we're not the ones that are leading the charge. Uh, that that held the standard and are leading the yeah. charge. It's so so. Sad. I agree. She's like, it's not our job to like fix it because like she said, like yeah, just like we know it. the end of the story right. and we know the beginning, but the fact that we're not the ones spearheading this is really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, and I don't mean this in any kind of like a dishonoring way, but like when I'm in the garden and I see a sweet pea tendril or a beetle or. A mushroom growing up from a little decaying. I'm like, my God made that. Mm -hmm. And so when I study, it's like studying Michelangelo's work. That tells you something about Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. Right? That's not, his work is not him, which a lot of people have made it, right? Like they've made, made creation the thing to worship. But it reflects him. Just like our art, our creations reflect us. Mm -hmm. And so when you spend time in the garden, like, sadly, we live in a fallen world. So the snake might bite. 
And this right now, like the snake has to eat the mice, right? That won't always be the case. But still, I think when you spend time in the garden, in nature, you see that reflection. And I think when we cut ourselves off, the cool thing is like God created it all. So everything we do here is just a recreation of what has already been created. Guess who created metal? God. Mm-hmm. Guess who mm-hmm. created the chemistry of plastics? God. So like those are of him too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying we need to be regressive and just live in our loincloths with our like squash ladles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gourd ladles? Gourd ladles. Like, <laughs> I don't think that has to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, we would like, there's a lot of middle ground there. Um, so what, I guess here's my point. Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud. That wall thing. Mm -hmm. Why does that churn my stomach so? What do you think it is? Um, for me, what what graded what I don't I don't like the worship of Earth. I don't I don't I have no tolerance for um the idea that uh there's too many of us humans and that we should somehow like make way for nature like stop procreating or stop whatever yes take better care of the earth but i don't do you know what i'm yep, trying to say i know. like I, I i i can't stand that mm-hmm. and i feel like that's when i when i saw that line like infomercial or commercial or whatever it was i saw the whole thing and it did it made me sick to my stomach it was like here we will contain you so you can't do any further damage and you will live in this like fake mm-hmm. nature that will make for you so the earth can go on around you. I mean, that's. Yeah, we're like ugh. bears, by the way, are like eating their own cubs. OK, and like decimating the elk populations and eating them from tail to face. Like it's not harmonious what's going on out there. We like to think of nature as. In harmony, it's no, no. In balance. Na- nature is extremely savage. There's it's nothing savage. not savage about it. So I just, it just gave me the creeps. I mean, it just. I, look, if I wanted to like move to Mars and be part of some biodome experiment, I would do that. But like, can we just calm down, mm-hmm. please? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the reality is the or, the world is full of a lot of different types of people, and there are people whose skirt flies up when they see that. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know enough about this, but like maybe, great, go do that. And then maybe some of us can just carry on. Exactly. <laughs> That's what, like, right. We'll just, we're going to just keep, you know, growing our tomatoes and ironing our clothes and just carrying on as normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting... Uh, I try not to dwell too much about it. We've actually gotten a few messages about this. So it's funny that it came up in conversation, like things like the use of AI, for example. Mm -hmm. And these little house cleaning robots (laughs) that they're coming out with. Are they? (laughs) Well, think about it. You already have one vacuuming. 
mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I don't. I am I am my robot, but there are robot vacuums. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it that far-fetched to think they'll be dishwashing robots? Like that just stand there and wash your dishes? Um, what's the what's the robot from the Jetsons? Rosie. I don't know. I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, though. Rosie from yeah. the Jetsons. She would shove dishes in her stomach. <laughs> she would like lift up the lid and put them in mm-hmm. and then everything could come out of her stomach. She could also like prepare food and bring that out. It's quite funny. Anyway. I think I go ahead. No, I, I just think on the whole we have no idea what's I think it's there's I think the change that we're going to experience like people like you and I is going to be as radical of a change as like my grandma you know my grandma who went to a one-room schoolhouse and like their family had like a model t like whatever Mm -hmm. like think about everything she's seen in her life as far as technological advancement um I think for us it's going to be just as big and I think like for me personally there's I'm not really interested. Right. <laughs> That's okay. I, I fancy myself a Luddite at this point. I just, it, it gives me the willies. And I think most, so much of it is the disconnect from nature, quite frankly, is wanting to put people in a box, literally and figuratively, stop eating meat, eat grasshoppers, mm-hmm. you know, put so much sunblock that you never experience the sun. I mean, just all of it is like this disconnect from like real nature mm-hmm. and it, i don't like it and like it, it comes from this heart in in a lot of ways not to project too much onto these people who are sort of propelling this narrative but that people have no place i actually yeah. i think the opposite i think people right bear the image of their creator every person bears the image of the creator and so i think people are really important Mm-hmm. the most important right that's what i was saying about like like to trying to diminish like the human right role and right Ooh, exactly that's the role and like i actually yeah. want humans to be loved and i want humans to have food and i want humans to have places to live and to have families and to have positive social communal um communities you know, I want I want them to have jobs. I want them to have purpose. I don't want them. As, as opposed to like robots or something. Yeah. Right. Or like the wall. The yeah. wall. I don't want them. I don't want humans to just be able to, to have no work and to have no purpose and to have no mm-hmm. ends because I think humans are actually super important. And I also know that as hard as it is, it is through hardships trials grind that mm-hmm. the best of humanness is brought out mm-hmm. we're not meant to be entertained to death we're not meant to be lazy and the reason i know this is because adam tended to the garden before the fall right adam had work to do his work wasn't a burden to him in the same way that ours is but he still right. labored it's good for us to have things to do. And we're losing yeah. out on things to do. You don't want to cook? Fine. Somebody else will cook for you. Uh-huh. You don't want to work? Fine. A robot will do it. Right. 
Well, I just feel like that's going to probably get more and more. That's going to get worse and worse. Yeah. And I don't think anything good comes for um, people's uh, mental well-being, quite frankly, from having more significance removed from them. It's the reason right. <laughs> we give our children chores. Right. You're it's important the reason here. we sh- you are a valued member of the family. You matter. You're an important uh, cog. Is that the yep. word? Cog in the wheel? Or yeah. And so I think the more we take that away from humanity, right, the scarier it's going to get for people. Yeah. I mean, and they they feel meaningless. It feels meaningless. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, yes, there's going to be wonderful advancements in science and medicine and and praise God things like that. Praise God. Um, but I, th- I feel like there's a downside to yeah. it too. And there always has been. Yeah. There's always been a, a good, a good side and a downside yeah. to um, technology, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here we are, ladies. That was a sorry crazy <laughs> conversation. Sorry. <laughs> I am a vocal oh, processor. My. Right. So. No, that's it's good. We took it's you good, a lot of good. different we, directions today. We said we were freestyling this season, so that means like Ow. we're just going to sit down and and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really, really grateful that you were here with us. And I just checked our Instagram numbers, and they're growing. Oh. So thanks for joining us over on Instagram. That's fun. Great way to watch the trailers and see what's going on for the Patreon crowd and have mm-hmm. the coupon codes. Um, I want to remind you that the coupon code for American Blossom Linens is Homemaker Chic 20. Today I am putting a guest bedroom together and there's nothing like beautiful American grown cotton sheets and towels and linens for you to dress your home in. So uh, American Blossom has been with us uh, just about since day one. They are a small family run company. We know the owners, we love them. So we invite you to um, get yourself some fresh towels for your bathroom for the season or maybe some fresh sheets and enjoy those all summer long. Hang them on the line. Make your bed. Mm -hmm. Make your bed every day. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. There you go. If you guys have something that you would like us to make sure we hit on in our freestyle season, just message us over on Instagram. They're great little prompts for us. When we sit down to say, hey, let's talk more about this or let's develop some thought around this. So if you think of something, just go message us over on Instagram. Yeah, I like that. So not necessarily a question. I think we'll do like questions again for the summer. But if there's something like something silly, like the line that you want to hear us sort of flush out Mm -hmm. or see what we have to say, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. Just don't expect a super smart response. Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Hold zero expectations. <laughs> that should be the theme of our show. Homemaker Chic Podcast. Hold zero expectations. <laughs> have a great week. Great. Have great week. a great week. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll see you back here next Monday. Cheers. Cheers.